Good evening, and welcome to another episode of On Base and Off the Fuck Point (laughs) with your flippin' hosts, J.R. Herb and Vinny Marshall. Good evening, Vinny. (coughs) I should have quit smoking years ago. Good evening, J.R. What's going on? I picked a bad week to stop sniffing glue. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Yeah. And do all that CBD oil that you're not supposed to do. Uh, I was just in Colorado. Oh, they have all that stuff there. Oh, my goodness. You can't swing a dead cat without hitting some kind of pot. Well, it's kind of interesting because so I went to Colorado Springs. I did some training at Schriever Air Force Base, which uh, we talked about aliens Last week. Yeah, they, they, or last episode. Yeah, they, that's probably where they are. Everything there's restricted. What, would they sell the CBD oil to the aliens? No, maybe. I don't think there's any relationship between the CBD and the aliens, but oh. Schriever is like, I've never been there. Would you need like, you know, top secret clearance? Well, you can get on the base with your military ID, but you can't get into any of the buildings because they're all what they call RA. And I'm like, what's. Restricted access for yeah, the people I, at home. Yeah, I knew that. No, I know you know, but the people but, at home. But don't actually, know. I'm thinking resource advisor. Why <laughs> yeah, can't? Yeah. I, I don't want any money. <laughs> military, it's like so many acronyms, and it's always like there's ac- there's multiple acronyms that have different meanings. I thought it was rheumatoid arthritis. R A rheumatoid. Yeah, A one C. A one C. Yeah, Airman first class or that A one C test for your hemoglobin that I got to do on November first. Speaking of globins, uh, it's, it's Halloween coming up. Uh, <laughs> globins. Oh my god. Uh, okay. Oh, that's goblins. Never god, mind. God Almighty, help us all. So, anyways, I'm in Colorado Springs. <laughs> all right, and I'm uh, going to see some friends of mine that. Have moved there. Okay, I knew them from Virginia. He's a retired oh. lieutenant colonel, and um, like things have built up since I was there last time. I lived there uh, about ten years ago. I was gonna say I thought it was ten years. Maybe ago. it's been longer. And I'm I'm on um, Academy and Powers, and I'm seeing these buildings and these um, strip malls or whatever. And they've got like instead of a red cross. They have a green, oh, green cross. cross. That's for, oh yeah yeah yeah. They had those in Arizona. Went to go see. Cassie. Oh, so you've seen this before? Yeah 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 yeah. The green yeah. cross. Green cross. Yeah. Get, so get some like, pot. The, do you have to? Ha- I don't think you have to have any kind of prescription. I think you can not, walk in there. Not and just in those buy, sta- like, Not in those states with those things. You just go in there and say, "I'd, I'd like some hashish, please." No, I'm sure you don't get hash, but whatever. You, you can know. get edibles. Yeah, you can get edibles. Little gummy. Bears so I stopped. At my friend's house. Because <laughs> I'm still on active duty. That would be a, a, multi, a, a kind of a foul. Be putting my Speaking to the mic, Chief. Sorry, that would be a foul. <laughs> so, <laughs> Say goodnight. Oh, no, I know. So, it would be goodnight. If, if I did, in fact, um, do that, taste one of these edibles or whatever, it would be a foul, and I would be asked to sit on the sideline. Be it would be good night. Have a nice career. You had a nice career. Thank you for playing I, with I some lovely that, parting gifts. I think we need to have an, a, a, a federal law. This is ridiculous. Well, when you when you start having this discussion about the Constitution and 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 what states can do and what the federal government can do, when you're starting about regulating things like that, first of all, let's just be honest. They people tax the hell out of the federal government taxes the hell out of cigarettes. 
Uh, oh my god! I don't yeah. remember the state does, but they tax it. Everyone's they, getting a piece they tax of that. It for, but they mainly tax it for the health care because people are going to need need more health care yeah. smoking. But with edibles or any of those other pot things, you know, I, I know somebody's going to say it's not pot, it's THC, whatever. It's all pot to me. Um, the idea behind this is if you're going to make this legal, for the love of yeah. God, make some money on it, tax it. Make some money. Well, I think the people at Metamucil should get a, a cut because if it's going through your system, you need something to... Oh, actually, Metamucil would not need an offset. They'd actually increase their money. What you know? the fuck yeah, are you talking eating, about? When you start eating weird shit, you know, like... I've, I've, I have... It a, makes I, you go. I have it. Yeah, well... Or it could I, stop no, you up. I know. And I, Metamucil, I have it on ladies and gentlemen, authority. we are on base, not point. And tonight we are sponsored by Metamucil. <laughs> I don't need Metamucil. No, I mean, it's good for I, both I, both, um, both ends. Yes, both, both <laughs> problems. I'm, it's my understanding. I have it on good authority. If from, it's coming out like water. <laughs> it's probably I've is. Got a, I've got a boulder in there. Either way, <laughs> this is the shit you need, man. Oh my god! I'm telling I'm, you, Metamucil. You've been will, watching it, Howard Stern too much. He was he was on Ellen talking about the fact that he has Metamucil every day. It's you have to. What do you mean you have to? I don't, oh, have I don't to miss. do anything. Oh, I don't miss. I don't miss at all, but I don't I take don't, Metamucil. I don't miss my Metamucil dosage every night like clockwork. And it, if I don't, it's a disaster. It's just a it's a living disaster. Welcome to my life. <laughs> I have it on good authority, not from personal use, mind you. Yeah. I understand that the edibles make you very regular. What? Yes. Oh, I've got to retire. It's, uh, it's my understanding that they make you very regular. <laughs> Goodbye, Air Force. <laughs> well, it's been nice. I've got, a, I've got a new plan, and it's not been amusing. That's <laughs> JR's Edible World. Instead of Jimmy, instead of Jimmy Eats World, it's JR Eats World. Someday. Yeah. Well, you know. I'm re-enlisting soon. I, Hey, I've been 26 years. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to re-enlist again. For the, for the last damn time. Oh, my time. God. It's like, how many times do I have to? Apparently, one more. Why? I mean, it makes no sense. I'm in. I'm already. Yeah, why I do we have to like continue think, to do this? I, I don't think you're giving up. You know, at this point, you know, I think you've, you've passed the point of no return. You're, you're just there. I, I remember the last time I re-enlisted. It's like. Why are we doing this? And it's a lot of paperwork, and it's a lot of people oh, yeah. shuffling paperwork and going back. How many man hours do we lose just with this stupid, you enlist, maybe you re-enlist once, okay? And after that, if you if you suck, we kick you out. Right. Right. I mean, it's, it's really, just it's really, dumb. It's really that, it's, we don't, it, it's officers that, don't have to re no. recommission. No, they have to. They have to what they resign their commission if they're yeah. Get but out. once they get their commission, they're done. Yeah. Yeah. It's, as long it's, as it's as long just. As yeah. But now, now eventually, if there there's an upper out with officers, if they're not getting promoted in the zone, if they're if they're a major and they don't make lieutenant colonel or whatever, they get ripped it out. Right. But that's but they but know. they don't have to recommission. A commission happens once. It's just the it's just the silliness of this is how we've always done it. Well, how many at one point in time I had two or three uh, honorable discharges from after I completed a, yeah. a you know four you year thing, or yeah. service. Yeah. I was like, I don't really need more than one. I just need one. <laughs> I just need one. I just need one in my DD two fourteen. After that, you know, you could pretty much take anything. And for you people want. don't don't know what that is, that's like your 
discharge paper. That is your get out of jail free. I mean, get out of the Air Force free card or yeah. whatever. You someday, know. man. So, someday. But now I'm doing a, a nine ten or a, a nine oh one or I can't. Even, I don't know the form name. Are you going to swear or are you going to affirm? I'm going to swear. Damn it! That's why there's e when you, when you click on this podcast. It doesn't it's, say it's D e for, for demure. It says E for <laughs> explicit. For Demi Moore? What? Demi, <laughs> Demi Moore's here? Where? So help me God. Yeah. Damn I do right. swear. I, I know the... I you know better the, by now. You know. I've done it enough times. Yeah, what's this? The I do time? solemnly swear. The fifth time, I the sixth state time. your full name, Keith Vernon. I Jr. state your full name. Do solemnly swear to support and defend the Constitution of the United States. Against all enemies, foreign and domestic, and to obey the orders of the President of the United States and the officers appointed over me, in accordance with regulation and the Uniform Code of Military Justice. So help me God. How was that? I wasn't done. Okay, yeah, it's good. Really nice. Yeah. Really I nice. need you to come play that in my reenlistment. Okay, sure. Because uh, my boss, the, the colonel, is going to reenlist me. Mm-hmm. Like, sir, you don't have to read it to me. I just, <laughs> uh, uh, let me just got, I just did it on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you need, need to look at the colonel. And go, I've got, I got, I've got this, sir. Sir, just sit there. Just, 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 just sit there. Just and, raise and, your hand. Ra- raise, raise your hand. I, I mean, I don't want to tell you what to do, but you know, raise your hand. And there's cookies afterwards. Put the index card down. <laughs> For the love of God, put the. Index I've card got down. this. <laughs> I do solemnly swear. <laughs> My goodness! Uh, so that'll be my last. Um, that, well, nice. So. The nice thing about that is, is that you you see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yes. Or, or the well, or, or the edible at the end of the tunnel. Whatever, yeah, I see the want. edible. <laughs> the I can't touch I, it. Yet. I'm, I'm I'm really scared shitless, man. Like, what am I gonna do with my life? I've been doing this for twenty. Well, coming up on twenty seven years, years, man. That's a long. I never, yeah, time. I never would have thought I would have been in the air if, force. If for you were years. back in ninety two, oh, you know I would have stabbed stuff. somebody in the throat. I'd yeah. be like, I am not staying in the air force for thirty years. Yeah, yes, you are. <sighs> and then we can have though. we gotta have a big party and stuff afterwards. Oh, when I, is well, that, my is retirement? That, is that lieutenant colonel that uh, you saw in uh, Colorado, the one that's coming out to do your retirement? No, maybe that's a great idea. He's that's army. That's what I'm he's, here he's for. He's army. He's he's a ranger. Oh, 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 that's right. He's gonna come bite the head off a bat or something. Oh, he's a badass. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fine. Yeah. And the, the world needs badasses because we're not. Colonel Reich Anderson, oh. U.S. Infantry, Population ranger. Three. He's a so, dude. He's he's a great guy. Great American. That's good. I mean, he was he was in the thickest shit in Iraq and Iran. Iran. Yeah. Yeah. And um, he just got thrown under the bus by one of his commanders. Otherwise, he'd be a full bird. Yeah. You know, well, I usually what that the, the that's the part of the the military that I don't dig the politics. I, I don't dig the politics. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even me getting to to where I'm at is some of it. Some of it. Some of it is circumstance and politics. Yeah. I mean, not not all of it, but but enough I of mean, it. You enough do what of you it can where do. You, it's like anything in life. You do the best you can, and then life's going to throw the, things at right. you that you cannot control. But you have to be able to look at in the mirror every day and go, "Hey, man, I did my best." Right. And you and I both know people that, you know, wanted to make it to the rank I'm at, mm-hmm. didn't get there. It's not. It's by no, you know, it's not by the fact that they weren't worthy. No, it's not. It's not an easy feat. It's right. not an easy there's, feat. There's, to there's, do there's that. a certain amount of, you know, circumstance, where you are, when you are, 
who you're competing against. There's all kinds of stuff. Oh, I remember. It's the same way in the civilian world and everywhere else. It's it's just, in, it's like, okay, that's how it is. Let's roll. Right. Let's, it's, let's it, keep rocking and rolling. It's a, just it's, do the best you can. That's all you a, can do. It's a percentage, and the percentage changes of yeah. who you know, how you know, and the circumstances of where you are. You know, sometimes it's more one or the other. And that's the end of the story. That's how that goes. That's it. So, anyways, I'll re-enlist and do two or three more years and maybe move to Colorado. I like Colorado. Like Colorado. Gorgeous country out there. Um, I just had to figure out. Did you did you keep your uh, residency in uh, your state of residency as Pennsylvania? No. I'm a Florida resident. You're a Florida resident. I came in from Florida. I was oh, working that's, at that's Disney. Right. I, I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Did I ever tell the story about missing the boat and how I got fired from the cruise ship? I thought you did. You missed it in Bahamas or something. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 So I, I do remember a few I, things. I actually enlisted in Florida, and that's my state of residence. I might go back there. It's either there or Colorado. So if anybody you know cares, you know, um, throw a comment up can, on our um, our. our our Instagram or our Facebook. Oh, say, that's right. Instagram JR, or Facebook. Hey, hey man. You, you, you need you to need, go to, to Boca Raton. I don't know why you don't want to retire to North Dakota. What? Why not? Why not? That's, <laughs> I can tell you. I was there. Oh. <laughs> I've never been to Minot. Oh, God. I think I saw the curvature of the earth. It was so flat. I swear. You, you see forever, and then all of a sudden you see that little dip right at the end. And I don't mean Jay Willis. <laughs> we love you, Jay. We love Just you, a Jay. joke. Yeah, yeah. Just a joke. Hey, Hans is playing with the band this weekend. He saw me in the commissary and we talked for a while. He's a nice guy, man. He is a nice guy. I, I've known him as long as I've known anybody in the Air Force. Yeah. He, I, he, he met me in 1985 or 1984. It's been 30-plus years. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, he's always he been He plays tuba. He's a very strong tuba player. He's going to play tuba with our guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if he's a strong tuba player. Yeah. He plays. Yeah. I've never heard him play. Yeah. Uh-huh. I just yeah. don't. <laughs> okay. He's in the deep end. Right. He is in the deep end. The, the, the problem is I think the deep end is on top of him. Does that sound like tuba? Doesn't sound like Hans. <laughs> oh, my time's too good? <laughs> yeah. And your tone. That's <laughs> oh, supposed to be a tuba tone. Holy yeah, cow. Yeah. Nope. Oh, my. Oh, sorry. He's, he, I, I will say this. Hans practiced so much when I first met him. He was a shirt back in the day at McGuire. He was a staff sergeant and he was a shirt. I swear he practiced like 10 hours a day. Did he need it? It didn't take. You know. <laughs> I mean, he, like, he practiced for a long uh, damn time. Sounds like my friend Jerry Texter, but we won't go into that. Jerry! Jerry! Yes, you have. That you might have been back have. in the um, beta days. Yeah, uh, probably did. I think I've gotten rid of some of those beta beta recordings. Oh, too bad. Well, was, the iPad was filling up, and I was like, i got to get yeah. rid of some shit here because yeah. I couldn't send you one to, to do like the last podcast. And I was like, what do you mean I don't have enough memory? <laughs> this, is, this is crazy. Speaking of memory, Uh-oh. and I'm just terrible. I feel bad. So today I'm going to a meeting. Okay. And... It's professional organizations being so it's like the the um what the hell chiefs group the chiefs group and the um top three and the Air Force Sergeants Association and the company grade officers we're all gonna meet with the command chief just to kind of once a quarter let's all get on the same sheet of music. If you need help with something, just a little, you know. Can't you send a memo or something? That's not how we roll. Oh, so, God. anyways, <laughs> I walk in the building 
And this airman like looks over at me and waves. I'm like, who the fuck are you? Thank you. <laughs> well, I she looks you, like can't, she's, you can't say that, but she I looks can. like she's 12. You know, I'm like, who right. the fuck are you? You know? Yeah, oh my God. I hope she is not listening to the podcast. She is now. Yeah. She's airman Swart is her name. And she actually helped cook burgers when we were cooking burgers for one of the, you know, one of those parties. Yeah, the, yeah. the airmen yeah. connect days. Right. And she's a nice kid. And and then when I was at the hospital with Rachel, I took Rachel over to my daughter over to the military hospital right. so she could see it. And we had lunch and I ran into Airman Swart and she's like, Oh, it's like, hey, have have lunch with us. So Rachel could learn a little bit about what enlisted people do. So I'm saying I've had lunch with her. She's cooked burgers. I run into her at other events. I walk in that building. She looks at me and waves. I'm like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, it's like, what the fuck? I mean, young kid. She's two-striper, you know, blonde hair, blue eyes, nice, cute kid from California. Right. I think I would remember. Of course. Oh, she's, she's swear. And, and her name is like on her, you know, stuff. I know, but I was far enough away that I, I couldn't see that. But usually when someone looks at you in in, in I mean, humans are we're visual human we're visual beings. Humans are visual? Quite. Okay. Like I, we are, I had no idea. There is no other um what do you call it? Animal on the earth that has better vision than us except for one animal. Uh a peregrine falcon? Yes. Birds of prey are the only Animal that has what did I win? better eyesight. What did I win? <laughs> Vinny! <laughs> a new car. Wait, a new house. We'll get to that. Yeah. But yeah, you were right. It's birds of prey have better eyesight, but human beings have whites in their eyes. They're, have you not heard this? What is this, a Bunker Hill story? <laughs> Don't shoot till you see the whites of their eyes. Or, or actually what he said was the whites of their thighs, but nobody understood him. Like what? The, this, when, just shoot! <laughs> just shoot! That's why we lost. Those British have such white thighs. Don't. So the reason we have whites in our eyes, or, or how we've developed, and I'm going down a rabbit hole here. No, you think? Just, just a little bit. Did you ever notice when you're talking to somebody, if they look one way, you look over there? Talking to someone, they kind of their eyes avert, and you go, "Oh, what the? Where are they looking?" We're always looking at people's eyes because we want to see what they're seeing. It's a matter of trust. Well, I thought that because if I can't see what you're looking at, and I can't look in your eyes and and trust what you're doing, I thought then I think. I probably need to take you out. <laughs> I thought that this goes back to like I thought if somebody asked you a question and you answer by looking up and to the left, I believe that there, and that's, that's part that's of the a, science. That's a lie. There's, there's that's part of the science to it. But um, as human beings, we need, we visually look at each, and it's also like we mimic each other. I don't know if you've noticed that sometimes if you're standing talking to people, someone crosses their arm, someone else crosses their arm, and then someone else crosses their arm. And they do this, and, and, and we mimic one another. We don't even know that we're doing it. It's built into our DNA. But our eyes, where you're looking, tells a lot about, I mean, our eyes tell a lot about ourselves. The eyes are the windows of your soul. There's truth to that, I think. You also find out if you have diabetes by looking at your damn red. What other animal has whites in their eyes? Um, um, a tiger, 
I don't uh, know. Uh, I'm not going to get close enough to find out. There's <laughs> excuse I, me. <laughs> even even monkeys, which are is probably as close to any other mammal that they don't have whites. No, they're just. This is a useless tidbit of information. It's interesting, Vinny. Oh, 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 wait, it is. It's interesting, it's Vinny. It's interesting, that's right. It's, it's very interesting that we have whites in our eyes and nobody else does. Why is that? What, why are our eyes bloodshot? Well, because we stopped at a place that had a green cross. <laughs> and said, excuse me, I'd like some Instead of doing an edible, brown we, we, <laughs> we decided to say, oh, I want to try the... Can I try the Sensamillion? <laughs> I'd like two Panama Reds and a Sensimillion. Sure, the great thing about this stuff is, you know, you can play 18 holes on it. You come home and get stoned to hold it, but Jesus. <laughs> Lovely. Look, Kentucky Bluegrass, Sensimillion. <laughs> Cannibal, coming at you. For those of you who have not seen Stripes, I mean, sorry. Stripes? That was not Stripes. <laughs> it was Caddyshack. Thank you. Caddyshack, sorry. Uh, Famous Bill please. Murray. Please, please. Who's God is still with us, thank God. Oh, we need him. We yes, need we Bill. do. More than ever. It's time for a tune. Yeah, let's play a tune. Which one are we doing first? We're going to do yours, or are we going to do one of mine? Let's, well, I don't care. Mm. What do you want to do? Oh, we want to do everything you want. Pot. Let's, well, we're speaking of pot and, and marijuana and crazy people, so i got a Mingus tune. It's, I don't know what, what you said, call Monk. It. It's Monk Mingus. Yeah, it's more of a monk too. We, we called it Monk-esque. Monk Mingus, you know. It's a kind of a mungus. A mungus? There's a tune among us. Okay. There's a name. There's a tune among us. There's a tune among us. That's the name of JR's Tune Among Us. The Tune Among Us. That's the name of this. We just named it. How did you how did you come up with this, JR? You I was sitting it. at the piano, just noodling because my left hand and uh, my right hand. You keep saying left hand, and you're holding your right well, my hand. Left hand, my left hand on the bass plays the melodies, but right. your right, right hand on the piano. Unless you're playing some and, kind of cross-handed I'm, thing. I'm not know. real good at piano people, trust me. But um, I was sitting there practicing piano, and I'm like, I had this little exercise I was doing, and this is the melody. This is what I came up with. And then I had a little bridge, and voila. Viola. <laughs> Viola. Here's our song. So uh, this is what I came up with. Um, it's kind of got a jazzy feel. Like yeah. a 40s beboppy kind of kind of feel to kinda. it. It was, it was, it's fun to play. I mean, rehearsing it was kind of cool. Yeah. You know, we, 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 the nice thing about the, these tunes today is we were, it was more uh, collaborative. You know? Yeah, because things weren't really... No, here's another thing. Fleshed out, fleshed out. Flesh, flush, flush. No, no. Flush. So... I'm listening to NPR this morning. On the oh, way. what? Oh, you, you and got someone an said flushed out. And I'm like, no. I no. Say, I, I say, see, I say You flesh. say flushed out. I say flushed. I say fleshed out. I say fleshed out. I don't say putting flesh on the bones. It's like, right. we're going to flesh this thing flush out. Flush this out. Yeah, I say flesh. I don't say flush. Oh, I thought you said flush. No, I, I don't say flush. Someone said flush this out. And I'm, I'm like, flush this out. I'm like, I thought it was flesh this out. I've, I've got to get to Urban Dictionary. Or somebody has to help me here because I'm, if, I'm struggling. If you, if you flush something, that means you're getting rid of it. Yes. So what? Why what urban dictionary you need for that? You know. I don't know. I, I thought it was flesh this out, putting flesh on the bones, right? Adding a flesh little clarity to right. things. Yeah. You know, it's 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 rolling wave planning. It's it's iterations. It's um, I'm losing my mind here. Yeah, you, um, you're doing a good job. Yeah, We're we gonna play this tune or what? Um, what do we call it? 
Um, uh, it's Among Us. Uh, there's a there's a there's <laughs> the JR's Tune Among Us. The Tune Among Us. The Tune Among Us. The Tune Among Us. It's gonna be Tuna T U N A. The Tuna Among I love it. Okay, and it's in C. For those of you following along in your hymnals at home, this is in C. Thank God uh, there's not a fungus among us. <laughs> Good ending. Good ending. Yep. All's well that ends well. You know, the important thing is you start together and that you end together. Did we do Everything, that? Did we do that? I don't know. Sometimes we, we, we occasionally um, don't have both parts of the pieces up on the internet. So if, if you've ever heard things that you're like, hmm, 
Sounds more like a bass solo it than sounds, a duo. Sounds, sounds like somebody's playing at home this by is, themselves. <laughs> well, sounds like maybe. a practice session. Yeah. <laughs> this has happened, people. Yeah. A disclaimer. Um, we are, we are not musicians. No, we are musicians. We, we are musicians. We are not doctors. We are not engineers. No, we are, we are not, not post-production. Audio engineers. We are not even, we don't even barely know what the iPad does. We're not football players. We're not uh, uh, part of the Washington Nationals sports team. We're not scuba divers. We are not chefs. We are not lumberjacks. <laughs> Why are you picking things that are? We are not. Uh, These are things. We're not doctors. We are not. We're pa- not therapists. We are not political lobbyists. We're just bass players from Pennsylvania, people. That's right. Wonderful. Anything we say here, please understand. It, that's the point that's of reference that we have. And we're not doing anything else to change that. No. Uh, hell no. And JR isn't a gold. Me? Yeah, you're an I'm orange. I'm an orange. Well, don't look at me like I'm... Jeez, you know, you're green. green. Goof, goofy green. You're Spock. <laughs> Logic. It's all must, it all must be logical. That's right. Doesn't make any sense. Damn it, Jim. I'm a bass player, not a... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just Logically, I will play the root. <laughs> so this guy falls off a ledge, and his watch... His, wa- his Apple Watch? Yes, his Apple Watch dials 911 and sends his location. Saves and he gets ass. saved. Yes, yes. Thoughts on that? Expound. Expound? What the hell is wrong Vinny? with What the hell is wrong with people? It saved his life. <laughs> well, it saved his life. That's. I mean, look, I love all that gadgetry. I have gadgets that, all over the place. I've got Alexa in the house. You brought house. gadgets over to set up so we yeah, can do this. Yeah, the iPads. These are, these are got, tools that we use. You know, and we, we, but they're tools for the love of Jesus Christ Almighty hanging on a cross. <laughs> you know, come on. From the guy that starts up, good evening, fucking everybody. <laughs> well, what the hell you say? Jesus, Pete. Well... But the, the the point is, is they're tools. I mean, they're you know you use them to get your your whatever you're doing accomplished. If you're living with these things as if it's your family member or or you know, well, the thing that kills me is this: what's the next iPhone that's out? The iPhone 11. eleven. It's out, and they've got these commercials about you know how great it is, and it takes pictures. It's and even it, got a better it, camera. It's got a better camera. You know, and if you have a fuzzy dog with long who, hair, who cares? Who cares? I want a phone that works. I want a phone that will call people, text, and probably surf the internet or check my my uh, bank account. After that, I really don't care. It's an addiction. It can be. So I'm driving to work, and I'm going by a bus stop. Oh, God. Yeah, what do you think they're, kids are doing? They're all looking at their they're looking. At I'm their wondering phone. if they're texting each other at the bus stop. Well, I'm sure they are. The bus stop was used to be. That was a cool. That hang. was the place you hung out for a, half an hour. You, had and you lo- said, you had, "It's cold outside, man. Are you cold? Yeah, I'm cold. What are you, you start, doing after school today? Can we hang out? No. Yeah, yeah. it was your neighbors that yeah. you probably were playing football with, right. and you were shooting the shit. And and, and, the, and the we one, used to like dip dip uh, tobacco at oh, the bus stop. Wow. Oh yeah, I never did that. Oh fuck yeah. No, I never did that. Oh Copenhagen, man. Right. We were. Oh, we started, man, you're doing the serious We stuff. started out with uh, Gold River, which was more of a candified. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, oh, my mom just said, don't talk about. That's my mom texting me. Don't talk about the, your, your Copenhagen yes, days. Co- yeah. So we started out with with, with like Red Man. In the, oh, in God. The plug Levi and, Garrett and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, Levi Garrett. Yeah. Oh, all, my God. Are you crazy? Yeah. But then we, by the time we were in high school. 
man, we were dipping Copenhagen. And I mean regular. Oh my God. Just that's, that's regular. That's stuff. When you pull it out, it, it singes your, your, your gums when you put it, it on. It singes there. your brain, bro. Well, that, that too. It goes straight from your gums into your bloodstream. Oh my God. You got to be crazy. Very difficult to quit in it. Yeah. yeah high. It's, it's, it, well, nicotine. It's, wor- it's worse than, than cigarettes in some cases. It, I, I struggled to quit that shit. I, I tried to do that when I quit cigarettes and I, you know, that's I, worse. I was, well, I was using the Skull Bandits, yeah. And, and so I didn't have to that, worry yeah. about all the all this t- tobacco going all over the place. But my deal is, is I swallowed some of the juice, and I'm, I'm oh, don't thro- do that. I'm throwing up, going, "This is better. I'm gonna fucking smoke." It's That'll better. make you quit. Yeah, that made me quit at nothing. You know, I mean, we quit that. You know, but no, we no. started with with the, the the rough cut, which is easy to keep compacted. Right, right. It doesn't spread around your mouth. Then we went to the Skull. You know, with the skull, you it's 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 fine. It's like coffee grounds. It's it's a very fine coffee ground. Oh my god! And, and like then espresso. we went to the Copenhagen, oh, and the Copenhagen is is just as fine. But there's more. I think there's more nicotine in the Copenhagen. <laughs> and man, you catch a buzz on that, like boom, yeah. and like a heartbeat. And then trying to get off it was murder. It, my my thing was when uh, I I didn't do any of that stuff, but there were the guys that were in baseball would take mm-hmm. gum and they'd mix the the, the tobacco really? with the gum. So that they would never have to worry about swallowing it, you know, swallow, swallow, you know, and they chew the gum. Like, what the hell? That makes no sense at all. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me, but that's what they told me. You it know, no, it doesn't make any sense. They, they with, chew, with gum, you, you actually, um, you make it. You're making swallow more, the, 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 the well, yeah, yeah. I don't know the sugar. So don't ask me. Yeah, but I've had friends that have had skin grafts. On their on their lips or on their in the inside their yeah you're in your well gums. think about the think about the the, the periodontal disease or the yeah. possibility of the ulcers that you get or anything oh like yeah that. that's crazy yeah. you know I mean so so yeah cigarettes aren't any better for you but it, the the thing with with uh, tobacco like that the the dip and stuff you see the results of what you're doing you can see and I uh, I'm going to show you right now oh Ew. so you you can see some of the bone yeah we're, we're away. But I'd stopped dipping after high school. I mean, I didn't really do it. In, so in, how many years did you dip? Oh, junior high and high school. Wow. Yeah. And it'll wear away your gums. Yeah. See, 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 the thing that kills but, me about that is you, is you physically see that. So like you get in the mirror and you go, oh, I mean, you're smoking. Right. Okay. You cough. You hack. But you don't yeah. see your lungs. True. You don't see what's going on. You don't see the, no. the, the you know, other than the, the leathery face and, you know, hacking up, you know, some weird stuff. You, know. no, you don't see anything, really. No, you really don't know it. Yeah, it's, but with the dip, silent. you can see a little bit of wear on the... But what people do is they start putting it in different places. Right. You know, on the side of the mouth, up up top of the mouth. There, there was a guy there was a guy that I worked with uh, in the storage thing when I was doing that, and he was an airborne, airborne ranger. Mm-hmm. He retired as a captain. He still dips. I don't know if he stopped or not, but his grandfather taught him how to dip. And what his grandfather had him do, was, and this guy, I mean, I, I don't, I didn't examine in his teeth like a dentist, but, but what he did, what he did Once was, again. Yeah, we, we are not dentists. Periodontists. I'm not looking at anybody's mouth except my wife's, you know, and even then, you know. Uh, just, my own's gross enough. enough. So, but he, he told me that when he, when he t- takes that stuff out, he rinses his mouth out with hydrogen peroxide. Hmm. And his grandfather told him to do that. And he told me that when he went to the dentist, dentist didn't know that he that he dipped. Really? Yeah, I wonder not. if it's the residue sitting there that maybe starts to wear away the I don't the know. gums. I don't know. Whatever it is, but but he they say he did. They can't tell that wow. he does that. That's a crazy. Don't ask. Don't ask me, dude. Yeah. 
But yeah, yeah I was, I mean, we were dipping Copenhagen in class, Jesus. in math class. Jesus, we were spitting in the damn cup in the, in the class? It, at one point, I get to where I didn't need to spit much. I just could put it in there, you know, and just let it do its thing. Yeah, just don't let a whole lot of uh, saliva get to it, and you could just you could just hang in there. That would that wouldn't work for me. My mouth is nothing but saliva. <laughs> <laughs> Most people, it's that way. Yeah, but if, if you make a concerted effort to, dude, uh, ain't, yeah, ain't happening, dude. And then we would take a garbage can back to it where we sat. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. So, all right. So, so we're, we're on this subject. You might as well ask. I mean, you're dipping Copenhagen in yeah. freaking junior high and high school. Yeah. Were you a good student? No, I was a terrible student. <laughs> how did, I got how C's did, and D's. I was going to say, how did I, I, I get to that, 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 yeah, that I was conclusion? Terrible. I was, I was all about hanging out with people. I'm, I'm, I'm go back to, I'm, I'm an orange. I'm highly extroverted. Right. I, I'm, I'm a people person. I don't care about learning shit. So, so what, what was a typical J? I mean, I realize it's been a long time. Yeah. But what's a typical JR day back in the day of high school? I mean, did, you didn't do band. You know, yeah, I was in band. You did band, band social. That's yeah, well, like band. I mean, I'm down with that. That's right. a blast. So when you got home, we're going you... on trips. We're going to Disney World. I'm fucking in. So so when you got home at the end of the day, did you do homework or did you go hang out? Oh, with your I friends? just got in a lot of trouble. You just get in a lot of trouble because <laughs> my grades. So my dad would ground me and he'd be like, "You you have to study for three hours," and I would have to go to my room. And I didn't study. I sit there and make paper airplanes and fuck around. <laughs> much like you do, much like you did at school. Kind of like Probably. I do now at work. Right. It's the same thing. Yeah. Like, oh, it's you're getting paid for this. I'm going to be here. Fuck. Uh, stupid. Yeah, it's stupid, man. It's, damn, it's a work day. It's a work day. <laughs> it's a Friday. <laughs> I'm hey, Mikey, Mikey. Hey, what day is it? What day is it? What day is it? Hump day. Hump day. Hey, Oh, my God. Help me. But sorry, so, so but your day was, you know, you I were, would get up and I would go to the bus stop and and, and, and socialize with my buddies, right? That were dip Copenhagen. And we would get a dip at seven fucking a.m. in the morning. Oh my god, you've got to be <laughs> yeah, kidding! Brother. How many Fuck girlfriends yeah. did you have? None. Okay, <laughs> that makes sense too. I was just partying, <laughs> bro. All right, I had a couple girlfriends in high school. They they dip too? <laughs> no, no, no. They were accepting of my 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 wayward. Dippiness. Dippiness. So I would go up to the bus stop and we would fuck around and then we'd go sit in the back of the bus. Right. You know, and fuck around and, and harass people. I was a hooligan. No. Was, oh, yeah. No. I was bad. Oh, I was, dude, I was. You, Ewan's going to go. <laughs> Ewan's going downtown. Let's, let's go fuck up somebody's Santa Claus. Yeah, what do you want to do? Let's go tear down their lights. <laughs> I say we go. I say we go out and rip so, down some 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 Christmas lights. So how many how down. many kids in your graduating class? I forget, but we had a huge high school. Well, so give me a number, like a thousand or five hundred. Yeah, we had, we had a huge. I have to do some research, but we had nine buildings. All right, so let's say, our, let's say a thousand thousand kids in your class, just for yeah, yeah. So yeah, where yeah. do you where do you think your percentage was? Where, me? Yeah, in your, your uh, graduating I was in class. the middle. I was in the middle. I was able to get A's in like gym and band. <laughs> yeah, and. Shop. <laughs> yeah. Well, even there, I was probably not real good, you know. Um, math, I was really bad. English and history, you were pretty, good. pretty, yeah. History, okay. especially, I, I was, or social studies were very interesting to me. Right. And um, any kind of math or science or language, I just struggled. I was awful. So I would, I would um, try to co-locate near someone who was also terrible at those skills and just cut up just have right. some fun and, and, and fuck around i was a terrible student so so when you got out of did you go to florida to 
do Disney right after you got out of high school? No, no. I went to West Virginia. Right. Part, and once again, I was partying. really good. At partying. At socializing. Right. At West Virginia we, University we, we'll just say, in the 80s. We'll just say, net, we'll just say networking. <laughs> so, you, you were networking even as a junior. I was one of the best networkers. <laughs> I had so many party friends. school. I had so the many 80s. friends. Oh, my. Dude, I... I I had so much fun. I, I have to have people tell me how much fun I had because I can't remember. We were partying that hard. <laughs> oh, I lived with yeah. rugby players. I lived in the rugby house, and I was you I was in. This. You told me that. Yeah, yeah I, I lived with a bunch of rugby players. They're they were fun. Yeah, it's they because, were that, fun. that's because they pile on each other and feel each other up. And, you know. <laughs> yeah, say that to them. No, just say that once. No, yeah, exactly. I never say that. You'll to have them. no more teeth. I would like to run away from them. <laughs> I would never want to be in the same room. We would. Oh my god, dude! West Virginia was a blast. I took a year off and then went to North Texas. I got my degree there. Right. Once again, I had a good time. Were you there at the same time Grant was there? No. No, Grant's older than you. Yeah, I was after no, Grant. Grant's, Grant's not. Yeah, I was after Grant. Yeah, after Grant. Um, and then I went to Orlando, and that's where I went. Worked at Disney. Yeah, worked on uh, cruise ships. Right. And, um, I never grew up. I just never grew up. Well, that's still the case now. I went from middle school band to high school band to college band to Disney band to Air Force band. And now I've got three more years to figure out. Now you're in a podcast what's, band. You're what, in a podcast band. i got to find a band that pays good money. <laughs> I'm fucked. Well, that's why you stayed in the oh damn my, Air Force well, for, yeah, for nearly 30 years. There's nothing. There's no reason to get out and try to start a band. Well, and they're going to take care of me pretty well when I retire. So I'm not overly concerned it's been a good. It's been a good run. Yeah, it's yeah. been a good run. Yeah. Let's play another tune, man. Okay. Um, well, let's do one of your tunes. All right. Um, we're gonna talk about um, my move. I don't know if we're gonna talk about it or not. Yeah. So um, I'm a huge uh, fan of buying a house mm-hmm. over oh, renting. Mine. I think that um, financially it makes a lot more sense if you're gonna do it for an extended period of time. When you're in the military, sometimes it's a three-year stint, and you could lose your ass. Right, pretty badly. Yes, so it's not always. But what you could do is you could rent that thing out, and people do that. Yeah. They go here. They buy a house. They keep it. They rent it out because you're in a military community, which is very transient. Sure. And then they go to another place, and they buy that house. And usually and the they, people that rent the house from you are, are also very good Exactly, because they know, if I screw this up, my commander's going to find out. Right. You know, so... People do, you know, some, some people do that. Now, I've always bought a house, sold the house. Right. I've been in it just long enough to reap the tax benefits, sell, press to the next place. Do you get tax benefits on the house? Hell yeah. Okay. Yes, you do. I thought, I wasn't sure if Trump got rid of that or not. No, no, I think you'll be fine. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. I'll take it. Yeah, because, um, yeah. We're getting some money at closing because of how they figure out the taxes. Dude, check this out. So, I got this letter in the mail. We'll get to your tune in a second. This is <laughs> this is awesome. This is like, I get this thing in the mail, and you know how much stuff do you get in the mail? You're like, this is bullshit. Throw it away, garbage. This right. is. I'm not. I'm not looking at this. Lot, whatever this is. And once you become a homeowner, and and you sign your name to this mortgage, it goes into like a register or whatever. And people start to know. Right. Oh, this guy has a loan with the VA. So you get all this VA. Oh, VA rates have changed. Call us. We'll get you better right. rate. And I get something several times a week. Wow. Trash. Trash. I give this one thing and it's like, 
you have money left over. We have you have a settlement that hasn't been finished with Omni Title, and it has this person's like name, their phone number, the address of the company, and I'm going hold it. Usually these things are not. This. Yeah, this is not this serious. I mean, yeah. usually, usually it's called John Smith at eight 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 three three four one two one two. This was different, and I'm going hold it exactly. I told Lisa, I said, don't throw that one away. We need to. Did you call? Yes. I didn't call. Lisa called. And? We're getting $1,700 back from our previous closing from taxes that. Um, it's an escrow or whatever? Yeah. We were like, well, we went to closing and it, we got everything we were supposed to get. And they're like, no, there was another $1,700 that. Sitting around. Yeah. That was supposed that was an overage that was supposed to go to you and you, you didn't get it. Huh. And I'm like, this is, this, this is my second VA mortgage. And this VA mortgage is a little different. We went to close and, um, the seller offered to play offered offered to pay closing, which, which is what we wanted. Right. But the, the deal is, is that the, the bank was like, well, if you can pay anything at closing, you'll get, you'll get, some money back and it'll be a little less on your loan and I'm like how much money are we going to get back and it's like well you, you're going to pay $2,700 and you'll get 3000 back what? I said wait a minute what happens if we don't pay you any more money well you'll get $3,300 back and your and your uh, um, you know your uh, mortgage will be $28 more a month right okay I'll take that I'll take what's behind door number two so we're getting like three grand, you know, which is great because we need money to, you know, to, to get some yeah. stuff done and everything else. When you move, yeah, you need a little spending money because there's some things that you got to make right. Right. Yeah. And you know, there's, some th- there's not need... a lot in the house that has that, to have that done. But, you, you, you know. No, you, you guys got a great deal. I saw your house. It's gorgeous. Yeah, it's really nice. It's a step. It's not a step up. Oh, it's several step, steps it's up. It's a flight, Vinny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going, we're going from. Yeah. Well, how much more payment are you going to be making than your rent? Um, With the insurance and everything else, it's about. 400 bucks more yeah still that's still not well here's the deal but it's, my, my reti- it's my an investment my retirement check is taking care of this chrissy yeah. was paying the rent and now i can take care of the, re- the 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 thing and still have like i think i need to contribute like 100 bucks it's the great american dream buy yeah. a house people yep get out right now is the time right interest rates are like my interest rate stupid. For, for va was 3.625 3.6. Stupid out there, people. Jesus. I don't know if you're not, if you're renting, buy something. It is time. The time is now. So we're going to play this tune that's dedicated to those movers, those movers and shakers that get it done. Is that you, Buzz? Holy, holy no, no, cow. That was you. Oh, that wasn't that was, me. That was my stint. Stint in your heart, <laughs> your freaking pacemaker's done. Oh, yeah. I got so excited. I think the battery in your pacemaker uh, is, 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 needs to be pre-charged. Uh, you got to plug yourself into the wall there, champ. Excuse me, people. I need to plug myself in. This is going to be fun. We rehearsed this earlier. It was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I had a good time doing this. Yeah, this is called Waiting to Move. What do you call it? Waiting to Move. Yes, it's like, ah, you're yeah. almost there. And oh, do you have no idea how bad it is? Yeah. Oh, my God. I, we, I guess we can share this after this. But, All right. You know, Let, yeah, let's play a tune. Let's play a tune. Let's do it. Here we go. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, bro. Waiting to move. Sorry, so it's it's better than waiting for baby. <laughs> oh, oh no, I've done that. that waiting is, for baby is the opposite. No, like waiting for baby is like, is it going to have ten fingers, ten toes? Uh, it's going to have this. In your case, it was three. Ah! It was three of them for God's sake. Is it going to have 30, ten, 30 <laughs> toes? Is there anything else in there? <laughs> yeah, thirty fingers, thirty toes. Did did did, did, did you? Did she have a C-section? Oh yeah, I was oh, going to yeah, say, yeah, yeah. you know. Good Lord. You have to rent when you have triplets, a C-section is preferred because there's just too many things that can go oh, wrong. Oh, yeah, sure. That, you, know, you got you know them behind your spleen and stuff. You know, I mean, they're, they're just one's they're hiding. Just, and they're just, it's like living in a two-bedroom house with 10 kids. It's like they're, they're everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Someone's yeah. going to get stuck somewhere. So, yeah, yeah we, we did C-section. So, so, the, so the move thing. So let's, yeah, let's get back so, to this move. So I figured out, I did the, did the, the moving math and figured out that, in my Air Force career and my my pre Air Force career, I've moved twenty three times. Yes, this is going to be my twenty fourth. Hopefully, hopefully, my last. But yeah. you know, whatever. But um, Chrissy's only done like ten. You know, so she's she's not ready for the for the. For okay, the, so Chrissy's at a point. Your wife is at a point where um, she doesn't move to another desk. New desks move to <laughs> right, her. Right, right. She she's, she's been at her desk so long. We're like. You need a new desk. You've yeah. been here. Are you attached to the desk? Let me see. You know, let me check. You know, and, so, and the poor lady, she just, this is like, I don't know how she dealt with getting a new desk after like. Oh, she was not. You know, oh, I know. It, it was, it was if, you know, you, Very you oh my goodness. So Very she goes, we, we, I don't want to pack. And I go, well, we got to get rid of some stuff. So we're trying to get rid of stuff and we're, we're doing pretty well. You know, we've been lucky that once we put out some stuff out for the, for the garbage pickers that, that they got them pretty fast, which is great because I didn't think that was going to happen. But now we're, we're four or five days from the move and we are not, we are not ready. You know, there's just no way, you know, so we're going to, we're going to probably rely on our movers to do more packing than, than we originally anticipated. But at this particular point, I don't care. After 23 moves, I don't really want to turn this into, into Vinny works his ass off for three days. Oh, it's going more three days. Yeah. Well, you know, I took four, we have four, I have four days off Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So we get the keys on Friday and we're going to move some, we're going to move some of the breakable stuff on Saturday and Sunday and Monday. Smart. Yeah. So that by the time the movers get there, you know, there won't be that big of a deal, but the poor dog is the issue in this particular case. Now we don't have a fence in the backyard, so I have to get a harness for her so I can get her outside. Yeah, we'll build a fence. Yeah, I got to figure out. Something. I'll come over and build a fence with you. Yeah, you own the place, Vinny. You own a house. Oh, check this out. You check, can build a damn check, fence. Check, no, check this out. Well, this unless is, you have an HOA. This is and fuck HOAs. I'm just uh-oh, saying. I'm, I don't think there's HOAs. I don't think you are. You're, you're good but to go. Here's here's the first thing I'm going to do. I've got a base room downstairs. The place, if you were looking at the pictures of the house, where the where the mm-hmm. all the uh, 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 damn equipment for you know for working Work out stuff, yeah, that's where the the room's going to be. You could teach there. You could build that's, a studio. That's, that's what I'm going to do. Um, but I, here's what I'm going to do. I've decided I want to hang bases so that they're they're in there. And you don't mean lynch because there's been this big lynching issue with Trump saying lynching. You're not going to lynch bases, are you? No. Okay, good. No bases are going to be harmed gonna, in the like working when, of Okay, okay. Cause, yeah, no, no. There'll be no lynching. Because Beta would be upset with you. No, I don't care who. It doesn't matter. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a there's a, a wall that I want to put a slat wall on. 
and get get the get the little hangers to put it on there. You know what beta is, right? Yeah, it's that damn beta Buddha guy, whatever the hell it is. Well, there's PETA, which is people for the ethical treatment of animals, but beta is basis for the ethical treatment of axes. Oh, well, so I don't course. want you hanging. No, I would never hang an axe. Okay, okay. I mean, I would, I would, I would display. You say an hang. I would display an instrument. Thank. Okay, I just want clarity because I don't want, I don't want beta coming no. after us. No, 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 no. Because we're, we're, we want to be bass player I approved. I, 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 I want the seal I of use, approval for I this use, podcast, Vinny. I use non-corrosive polish. I, you know, I don't test on animals. None of that stuff. Okay, good. good you good, know, good. I, I, the tuners are all black chrome because I'm down with all that. Yes, yes, yes. You know, I'm just making sure everything's okay. 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 Yeah, yeah. Good, no, good. No. So, anyways, you're gonna. So I'm gonna put display. a slat wall. I'm going to display the display. bases. Yes, I'm gonna display the bases on a slat wall. Nice. Yeah, I can't wait because it'll be perfect. You know, yeah. the, all all ten bases are gonna be up on the wall, or most oh. of them. I thought about doing it down here, but I'm not staying here. No. You're not staying here. I need to go somewhere where there's green crosses. <laughs> well, if you wait here long enough, there probably will be. Eventually. But, yeah. you know, I don't know. Three years is, you know, you're, you're going to be here before. You're going to retire here. I mean, not I will retire here. You will, out uh, of uh, here. Out of here, yeah. Yeah, yeah you won't be Two here. or three years, you know, two or three years. And then go well, how much? How much leave? I mean, I, this is information for us, but not for. How much leave do you have saved? Have any? Sure, plenty. Enough that you can take like a you know like six months of your you know last nah, year. Or anything, I'm not there anything yet. Anything crazy? I'll learn some more, save some more. Because you know, I I only got like two months and a couple of weeks, and you know, I mean that was that was. I'm not nice, gonna have that much. Two I'm, months. I'm not I'm not overly concerned about it. No, no, it's it's not a huge deal. I mean, yeah. you know, but if you can sit on your feet and you know put your put your uh, you know drink your beer and and get paid chief's pay for two months while you figure out what you're doing next that's kind of nice i'll try and save 30 45 days, 30 days something nice. like that you'll get house hunting and all that stuff yeah we'll see time will tell i've got a couple of years you got you've got to figure out how you're going to make money on the outside dude yeah i do i i don't know i, I don't know what i'm gonna do with my life when i grow up but you know i got two years to figure it out So we had another suicide on the base. Who? Yeah. And I just wanted to bring this up because it, it's a problem with our society. We, we, we're losing people. Not just in the military, but in society in general. Suicides are, are way high. Here's the... My my, uh, my sister, I apparently one of our other uh, podcasts, we talked about suicide. Yeah. She gave me crap because I didn't give her a shout out. My sister, Trish, mm-hmm. is... Um, it works for... Uh, I, I don't know what her exact title is, a behaviorist or, or something that works with an HMO. Yeah. And her thing is, is if, if somebody comes in to see a doctor and they say that they have some kind of problems... Um, as far as behavioral problems, right. he t- they go. You're gonna need to go see her. She's got programs and she's got help, and she, mm-hmm. she you know she has a, the ability to to recognize all this stuff. But here here's the thing that kills me about this. I mean, not literally, but here's the thing that bothers me about this whole thing. Over the years, you know, suicide has become um, a, a pretty regular thing, unfortunately, and, and more the, so now than ever. More so, friend. yeah. And and the thing about it is, is that 
that if you look at some of the things that have happened, like you take somebody like Robin Williams. Robin Williams committed suicide because he had a, had a degenerative disease that was eventually going to kill him, I guess. And he decided that he didn't want to continue, and he wanted to spare his family, all that stuff, and, and, he, and, he, and he killed himself. Now, I don't necessarily believe in the idea of euthanasia or anything that, that does that, but I guess somewhere along the line that's somebody's choice about whether they want to do that or not. So taking that out of the equation, when somebody's that despondent and that in that much despair, and it's not because they're dying of a degenerative disease, because let's face it, we are all not getting out of this alive. John Wayne says. Yeah, John Wayne said it. It must be true. You know, so the idea behind this is that we've got to have the ability to be able to talk to your fellow man for the love of God or have enough idea and, and ability to reach out past yourself. Because I don't know about you, but yeah. I believe that there's some, there's some place out, out there after this is done, and I don't mean where the aliens are, you know, although I guess that could be a possibility. But the, the point is, is so to, it's connecting. It's yeah. connecting this. Yeah, it, to, to, to that point. I, what did your, is it your, who did you say it was? That, my sister, my yeah. sister Trish. Yeah. Yeah. She, she. She. What was her point about? How did, did she have any insight into how we? How do we address well, this or her, what's going on? She's very pragmatic about this. I mean, obviously, she's not going to look at somebody and tell them that they're wrong, but she'll look at them and make a determination. And she's very, very good at what she does, but she's very matter of fact, and she, she just kind of gently, gently pushes them in the direction of social help and and trying to get them the things that they need to to, to be better. So she's trying to get the connectivity about what's going on and helping them, but it's she does it in such a way where it's like it's like you know uh, the Jedi. She waves her hands and does it in, in, a, in a way that that makes sense, but the people that are involved don't really know what's going on. All of a sudden, their hands are being held and they're taken over here and they're better because if you go into somebody that's going to be suicidal and you get in their face or you or you say the wrong things, all you're going to do is make them do it again. You know, or, or or not help them get past it. Yeah, it's it's a very difficult um, epidemic we're going through. It, 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 we I, we started in this subject and it, and it broaches another one, but I'll try to be not too tangential. I'm going. No, to, no, no. Get uh, up, get off point, please. You know, this is what we do. We yes. get off point. So we're on base and off point. Right. But go ahead, go so, off point. So friend. I'm. You know, after being diagnosed with with diabetes, yeah, I'm, I go to the doctor more regularly than I've ever have in my life. And the nurse technician is sitting there, and she asks the questions, and 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 she asks the the, the not just do you feel safe in your home question that I laugh at every time because I think about my father, but they go, do you have any kind of um, uh, um, suicidal thoughts or depression or anything right. like they that? Have to ask. And and I'm looking at them and and with not being flippant toward the people that really truly have that issue, but I'm going, no. Do I look like that? You know, but with that many people killing themselves, they've got to ask. Ask everybody, right? Well, of course, but but and I, then you I, can go, no. Well, I look and at be offended, but who I, cares? I look if at it. Get, if they get to enough people. Well, sure, and but I look at it from the from the standpoint of view is okay. So diabetic, diabetes is a chronic disease. It's treatable right. and it's and it's something that you can manage and live with. But eventually, in the words of my father, you know, I probably know what's going to kill me. You know, eventually, you know, to the to the point of of the things that are going to happen. Right. But I'm not walking around going, oh, uh, in a in a bad way or a negative way or getting upset and thinking that that my life needs to end because I'm having this. 
I think the opposite, you know, in that particular case. But that's a resiliency thing, and that's a, that's the ability to look at things as a glass half full, not half half empty. But I'm, I look at that. Yeah. Like, so I guess there are people that really think that that's a that death sentence. I don't. You know, I I know that eventually I'm going to die, but I'm not going to. We all have a death sentence. Yeah, it's just a question a of when our number comes up. Yeah. You know, so. But I, you know, but I, I appreciate the fact that this is an epidemic, and I appreciate the fact that there there are really people out there that do need help. I I heard a really cool thing. It was on Rogan um, about you know concentrate on your dash. I'm like, what the hell is concentrate on your dash? And, and, and this guy was a marine who had gone through some shit and ended up on Rogan and and uh, young in his twenties. He went through some serious. Crazy stuff. What did he say? Um, he said that he concentrated on the dash. He said, on your headstone, there's two dates. The date you were born, the date you die. And those two dates are very inconsequential. What's in between? Those two dates, you didn't even live a whole day. Right. But right. in between those two, you let you let you let you lived a lifetime. There's a dash. There's a dash between the day you were born and the day you die. Concentrate on the dash. Hmm. I thought that was kind of cool. That is just, cool. Just to think about, you know, and 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 I talk about this in my resiliency training with folks. It's like, um, what do you, on your deathbed or when you're gone? You know, when that stone is laid, right? You know, what's what do you want to be known for? What's in, what's important to you that you want to stand for? What are you about? What is your um, essence? That's your spirit. Because a lot of people have lost religion. Right. You know, people don't go to church, and you know, and people don't believe in God. And you know, I believe in, I I do. I think there's something. Oh, I do too. Yeah. Um, but regardless of your belief, whether it's God or not. You have a spirit inside you. We all have a spirit within us. Sure. You know, so what do you, that's what drives our, you know, our core values and our goals, right? So what do you want to be known for when, what is your dash? Right. Well, well, What's your dash? To, 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 to the point, to the point of that, I mean, I know what my dash is, but, but the, to the point of that is headstones are only so big. And yes, you can go out and get ornate headstones and spend a lot of money or mausoleums or whatever you want to say. But the bottom line comes down to this. If you're going to have some stone cutter etch all the things that you did on a headstone, you ain't going to make it. No. You know, you, no, you, all, you, all you, you get is... You, you, get, you get born, died, good father, lovely husband. Well, that's the thing. What, you know? what is important to you? And on uh, the news... The morning news programs are talking about Michael Douglas and his son who's oh, been struggling with drugs. With drugs, yeah. And man, he's like, I'm so concentrating on my career and the pressure forgot, of this, that. I forgot like, about the rest of it. Man, it's tough, man. Well, you yeah. got be, being a, a father. Being a father is probably the most important thing I've ever done, done in my life. Yep. And anything after that is gravy. Well, it's you gravy. hope you, you hope so. I mean, because you brought you brought lives into the world for the love of God. You don't realize it until you do it. You right. know what I mean? It's like right. um, I remember even as a young man being like, I'd, "I I want to be a musician. 
that like Jocko or Coltrane, and I want to be important. I want to, I want to like get after it. And right. Once you have kids, it's like your life changes. Sure, of course it does. You're not. You're not, you're, not doing the same, you're not doing the same stuff anymore. You you can you can still do what you do, but it but your first job is dad. Your yeah, no, first no, no. job. Yeah. There's not. There's no. For no, those of us I'm that do it right, for those of us that have, my yeah. my uh, my daughter's birthday is uh, is on Friday. How is Justice? Justice is going to be twenty five, quarter <laughs> of a century old. That's awesome. So I'm taking her out to dinner. Tomorrow. And my kids are going to be twenty one on the first. On the first of November. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Twenty one. Cool. So cool. Yeah, that's that is of all of all the things that, that we worry. about. I just about. wanted to be safe on well, that day. You know, well, they're, oh, that twenty one. Yeah, that, that was a big deal. I got, I told, I convinced Justice to drink at home. And I got her like a like a uh, gift box of you know or a gift basket right. of, of booze. Say drink all you want at home, honey, but don't go out. You know that's just you no. Know. And she didn't. She she. I yeah. don't think she did. Our kids lost a friend from uh, alcohol poisoning. Really? Yeah. When uh, freshman year of their high school. Wow. Great. It's probably one of my son's best friends. He would come over to the house. He was a great kid. His name was JT. And um, his dad was a Navy diver, so he he you know grew up in a very um, respectful house. He always called me Mr. Herb. Was it Mr. Jr.? It was Mr. Herb, and he was all you know because that's how his dad brought him up. Wow! And he was a funny kid. He was great, man. He he was. Um, Patriots fan, he would go over. Lisa's, you know, Lisa's a Patriots fan, and we used to have people over the house all the time on Sundays. We, we'd have 20 people, 15, 12. That's, that's the best way to watch a game, yeah. With people bringing over crock pots, <laughs> I didn't have time to get a crock pot. I, I got I stopped by Subway or I got pizzas. People would just show up. Some people come for early games, come for late, and we were the house where you know, kids would just show up. And we would have a bunch of kids. And JT was one of the kids that would show up and uh, just uh, he went to Radford um, College and it was on his birthday. It was uh, three years ago. Wow. Or two years ago. It was two years ago um, that he, he drank, he, you know, he was with people he didn't know. Well, didn't know like he knew my kids that went through, you know, years and years spent time together. He'd been there for a month or two. And he drank too much liquor on his birthday and he died. Wow. Yeah. It was rough. It was rough. And we were in the process of moving from, um, Langley Air Force Base to here and I remember getting a call from one of the other parents in the morning and of course my kids are now in college I have triplets that are all freshmen that knew him we went on a cruise with him and his family and a bunch of other families I mean we were very close with these people in JT so you know you have these captain's parties and you go have the big dinner, and we're coming back, and he's what his kids just a goofball, and he, and he decides, ah, uh, he just dives in the pool in his suit. 
you know, it was fun. He's just a fun, fun-loving kid. Reminds me a lot of myself because that's how I was. And um, like I said, I, I probably parted way too hard and way, way too much. And uh, we lost him. Did it teach something to your triplets? I, I, I don't know that my son's gotten over it. You know what I mean? That's that's very traumatic. And what doesn't what doesn't kill you should make you stronger. Now, whether or not he's suffering from post-traumatic stress or post-traumatic growth, I don't know. I mean, you got to learn from these things. You hope so. And I'm not going to send them any kind of alcohol paraphernalia or shit on their 21st birthday. They're all going to be not going to be home, right? No, they're all in college. Right. They'll all be in college, all three of them. So, yeah. That, that was, um, you know, a different kind of suicide, I guess. Yeah. And, and Miss JT, man, he was a good That's a, that's <laughs> a, a great that's kid, a great, man. He was a great kid. Unfortunately, and, there's there's too many kids that you remember like that. That I had kids from my yeah from my my high school die die for one reason or another yeah, whether it's we, a car accident great, exactly. Or, you know, there's drunk driving. Drunk kid driving. drove right into a tree. Yeah, I yeah like, they, they had we lose? We lost we lost multiple kids from my class. That's crazy. You know, it's you uh, think about that. That is the ultimate place in time for you to springboard your life. You've finally gotten out and away from your parents, and you're you're yeah. learning the, the the ways of society and the ways of life, and you you want to take from the well of all the things that are good. You know, you want to be able to do whatever you want. I want to be able to go here. I want to be able to do this. I want to be able to experience this. I want to be able to taste that. And what happens then? You know, you yeah. wind up getting to that point, and you just go one step too far got, in one yeah. direction. It, it's hard to get through those. Um, Younger years alive, oh boy. You know, you it's almost tough. you almost need some kind of, of 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 gift to be given to somebody that makes it to twenty five or you know. Or and 30. that's when the brain fully develops, and, and kids go, "Oh, holy shit! Oh. I shouldn't be doing this stuff." You know, what the hell's going on? What am I doing with my life? Which is what happened to me. By the time I was twenty seven, I'm like, "Oh my god, I've got to get a job and get a life." And I joined the Air Force, and things just happened to work out for me. Right. You know, things have been pretty good, but I think. Um, it's tough. Life's tough. Yeah. Get a helmet. Buy a helmet. Life's tough. Buy a helmet. Strap in. Yep. Lock it in. Good luck. Yeah. So yeah. we'll see. I'm looking forward to having the kids home for Christmas. They'll be 21. We can go hang in some breweries here. Oh, in there you, you go. Know, we can have a little. You can do yeah. a little bit of fun. Yeah, which we haven't and, done, and and that'll be nice. Yeah, that'll not, be, that'll not, be good. not inappropriate. Yeah, yeah. Treat them like they're adults. Well, you'd hope. (laughs) But they're all getting straight. Yeah, I mean, they're getting A's in college. They're all in really good programs. Um, So I can't complain. Life's been good. And that's going right back to there's nothing more important than, than, you know, passing on what is the important things of life to your children. How, How is the proper way? To go through life, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that's hard. I'm sure if if you if we started a podcast and said, all right, the topic for this podcast, and we can do this one night if you feel like it. I don't, I'm not sorry, you say we have to, but if you talk about things that you learned from your parents, right? I mean, if you really sat down and thought about it. And they, they don't all necessarily have to be great things. They could be bad things that you learn from your parents. Like I learned smoking from my father, 
And that, yeah. that wasn't a good thing. But, you know, right. the things you learn and that you bring up and then you get to a point where you turn that around and you, and you face the other way and you start going, shit, I got to show this to, I got to show this to my kids. I got to show them that, that there are certain things that they need to do. And I can't fuck this up because if I do, I'm not passing on the information that my dad and my mom gave me, that their grandparents gave them. Those are core values. Yeah. Yeah. And, they have and, to be instilled when they're very young, when when they're still in diapers. That's where that starts. Yeah, it starts into your head. No, really, it does. It starts when they're in diapers because when you start letting them get away when they're what's now called three nagers. Right. If you let them get away with shit, then you're not instilling core values in those no, kids. No. You've got to lay down the law. You know. Yep. You have kids. You know. Right. You have to. It, that's when you start going. This is what. And there's no handbook. There's no. You can't go to the DMV and get a book on how to raise kids. You can't. You, no, it's it's. You're just. You're 21. You should learn how to do all this stuff. There, here's a book for you to read. No, you know, you, you got to figure out. I you, learned it from my dad and my well, mom. And you That's gotta, it, man. You got to screw up, and you you also have to have That's the ability resiliency. to screw up and do something about it. And well, exactly. And there has to be some some room to screw up. Right. That's that's. But not to the point where you kill yourself. No. That's that's or you that's kill tough. Your kid, you know, or yeah, or, or or whatever. Right. It's it's um, a process of going through life, making mistakes, learning from those mistakes, getting better. Let's try again. Oh, I made a different mistake. I learned from that mistake. I'm going to do better. And then eventually you have this uh, plethora of mistakes that you've learned from that make you a stronger human being. Yeah. And we have to, you know, it's like Natalie going out to Malibu to teach surf lessons. Did I want her to do that? I thought. Hell no. <laughs> I, Hell, I'm going to speak for you because that way Natalie can say, oh, yeah, my dad said it was okay. Oh, no, she Hell knows. She knows her dad. No. Yeah. I'm like, that's not a good idea. But go do it. In, sure. In, in, Find you know out what, what life's about. That's fine. Go do it. Not against my better judgment, but go do it. Because you know what? I was not the best kid either. I think I mentioned earlier, I was a hooligan. I was trouble. I did not get good grades. I was terrible. But I made mistakes. Made mistakes. And and Natalie did great. She, She had a very actually productive summer. Learned a lot. Made connections. You know, networked a little bit in in the who knows maybe some of those people that she met will turn into great um, connections in the future because that's what life's about. That's where things get done. Especially, it's not just in the civilian world; even in the military, knowing people is critical. Sure, it's like oh yeah, we should hire. You should get him to come here. He's great. When you start to you know network and get to know people, that's 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 how that's that's how you get successful, man. Get be good at what you do. Network with people; they're going to want to hire you, and move to the next level, and so on and so forth. Because life's life's not easy. No, life's tough. But you just do the best you can. You put it all together. Um, like I said, it's, it's rough when you see people take their own lives. 
I mean, where are you? Where were they? And, and, and how could we have helped them? We don't know. So the bottom line for this whole thing is if you're with somebody or you hear somebody or you look at somebody or you wind up just looking over at somebody and seeing somebody with a face of despondence, right? say something, do something, act on it. Because if you don't, you will, you can't make up for that afterwards. No. You can't unfix that. If they look at you and say, fuck you, I'm fine, asshole. Okay. <laughs> you know, at least they're saying that and not reaching for something they shouldn't or doing something they shouldn't. Maybe just the fact that you cared enough is, sure. is enough for them to reach and, out to And it may, well, maybe, in, maybe enough for them after you, after they say, fuck you, asshole, that they'll, they'll go back and go, hey, that person really does give a damn. He's the first person or she's the first person that asked me Maybe. if I was okay. Yeah. You never know. You never know. And and there's only one way to find out. That's ask. To, that's you know, that's the hard part. Ask it's and like, do. Oh, I don't want to be a dick and ask. Hey, hey buddy, are you are okay? You, Everything okay? And, and, and to say that these words, are you thinking about hurting yourself? Well, that's, that's, that's really, un, that's uncomfortable to say it, to it somebody. It's an uncomfortable it's thing. It's like, it, it's crunchy. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want but, to do that. But, you but could, that's what you got to do, well, man. You, you got to at least ask them if they're okay and ask them if they need help and ask them if yeah, I can get you, if I can take, or if I can take you somewhere. What if you get, no, you don't stand for that. You, you, you get, you know, no, there's, you can talk about this. I'm here to talk to you. I want you to, you know, you don't have to unburden yourself like I'm a parish priest, but I want to find out from you what's wrong. You know, I, right. I, I need to know that, that you're that, not going to hurt yourself. Then, hurt then, yourself. then you have to say it, you know, then, then it's a requirement, yeah. but yeah, but you have to be prepared because the only bad thing about that, and I'm sure my sister would, would, would say something like this. If what happens if they turn to you and say, um, yeah, I'm actually thinking about it, man. Well, then I'm going to take you yeah. to the hospital. Well, then you have to have the wherewithal, not just to go, what uh, I'm glad you shared really? that with me. Um, thank you for need, sharing with need, me. Let me to, let me help you. Yeah, let me help I'm, you. I'm glad you shared that with me. Let me let's, let, let's get let's you let's some help right now. It, right now, let's not wait. Let's take you someplace. <laughs> you know, I'm saying, no, uh, you're, you're coming me, with me. You're yeah, because you're putting me in, a, in, in an awkward, very awkward position. And and you can throw because I care about you. Well, and you can throw that around to him because suicide is a very is a very lonely you know solo effort. So if you say, look, I'm not going to let you do this because because I'm I'm interested in you. I care about you, and I want to. And do it's going to hurt me if and you do that. It's going to hurt me if you do that. Then yeah. then all of a sudden it's it turns things around. But it's hard to get there, especially yeah, when yeah. everybody is like, everyone is just so tied into their fucking phones and not aware about the interpersonal connections we make and looking each other and, in the and eyes. And see those whites. I can see the whites in the eyes and see. I can see when you're not paying attention to me. I can Which see is the... all the time. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Your eyes are all over the place, Vinny. You're not looking at me at all, you douche. I'm supposed to look at you? Dude. I can tell. You, you ain't all that in a bag of chips. <laughs> <laughs> We're just two ugly bass players from Pennsylvania. Amen. Oh, lordy, lordy. But no, it's it's tough. It's it, it's It's hard for the people that survive. You know, whether it's a suicide or an accidental alcohol overdose. These things are tough for the survivors. The people that are left behind, they've got to deal with it, man. It's, that's that's not easy either. No. So. Yeah. 
get help, people. Jesus Christ, how do we get to this point? Well, it's, you know, I think it's things we need to talk about. It's about resiliency. Well, I mean, absolutely. Bass players are resilient. That's right. Especially when we start if playing. We, if you up. have to play bass for a living, you are resilient. Yeah. You don't get this. You don't get the solo. You're not David Lee Roth. You're not in the spotlight. David Lee Roth is like old and shit. You know, bald. Back in the day, he was it. Man. Oh yeah, he could. You know. Jump up in the air yeah. and touch his feet. I'm talking to people of our generation. Oh, that's right. Man, no, we're ain't, old. Ain't no youngsters listening to us, anyways. Somebody's listening to us that's that, that's under forty. <laughs> I don't know, but there are people listening to us. I'm just saying. And thank you for your patronage. Yes, y'all. Thanks for hanging in with uh, on base and off point. So, do we have anything left on the docket? Talking wise, other than maybe another tune. Let's play another tune and then we'll call it a night. Okay. You have one more tune for us. Yeah, I can't remember what the damn name of it is. I named it and I can't remember it. Is this the one in three? Yeah, this is the one in three. Okay, I love this song because it's got a kind of... um, It reminds me of Moon River, which is a beautiful... I think that's Henry Mancini. Yeah, it is. wrote that. And it's just a well-written tune and this reminded me of it i was like yeah man we should we should kind of put that kind of feel to it so well i liked it i kind of wrote it yeah so i'm looking forward to playing it okay let's play some let's, let's do it let's, let's play it. it then we can we can talk a little bit more after this all right cool okay here we go it, we'll end right. on a, i swear I swear we'll end on a hop, happy note so help me god <laughs> we'll beat a happiness out of them <laughs> Jared, what do you want to talk about? I want to talk Give about a, stick. I'm a cat stick. that died. And, oh, my, my, my life is over. You know, I can't run past the, past the downtown street. I don't know what's left for me. You know, I, every time I eat pizza, I gain five pounds. I just looked at a piece of, it was a piece of pepperoni and I gained ten pounds. I can't believe it. You know. Lordy, love me. Oh, Lord. Well, I'm right. on a happy note. For the love of Jesus, please. Okay. <laughs> Maybe that's the name of this tune. For the love of Jesus, please. Just please. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Thank you.
I think that sounds like Moon River. No. Well, it has that feel to it, is all I'm saying. It, okay. had, it had like a, um, the changes aren't overly complicated. No, they aren't. The melody fits really nicely over the changes. That's all I kind of, you know, that's why I associated it with it. Okay. So. I mean, not that I won't want to be associated with Henry Mancini. Yeah. I'll, I'll, oh, I'll, I'll oh, flip and oh, take that. You, you think my writing sounds like Henry Mancini? Mancini? Oh, well, yeah. screw you, asshole. <laughs> no, I'm very happy. I, I would just like a tenth of his money. You know. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, this is the guy that wrote the Pink Panther. You know. Uh, he wrote a ton of tunes, movies, and whatever. But I'm happy as hell. Yeah. So, you were really fucking late tonight. All right, so Vinny showed. <laughs> we said we're going to end on a happy note, so I'm going to I'm going to end on a very happy note. Uh, what's the happy part? That's why I showed just, up late. Just, just, Thank just, God you showed up late. I wasn't one one more minute just, with you. Just all right, zip it. Give me a sec. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm one. I'm, 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 <laughs> I said it was good. Damn it! Damn it, Jim! I'm a doctor. Not oh wait, no, not a bricklayer. So Vinny decides he. He had a student. He didn't decide. He had a student. As he had a student. Had a student. Running late, so on and so forth. And um, I'm just civilians can never be on time. <laughs> <I'm> in, <laughs> so um, my wife Lisa was not home, so I opened the garage door and I walked outside. And it's a gorgeous night. Yeah, it is. It's really nice. It's about 65 degrees. It's not a cloud in the sky. Crisp, crisp air. Crisp air. The 
uh, I walked outside and the rustling of the leaves. Okay. Was just just beautiful. Yeah. Just fantastic. It, it's just it, made my day. It struck me. Okay. It's about mindfulness and gratitude. Oh well, sure, absolutely. You know, I, and there I was like this, say like a you know like a chipmunk ran out and shot in your foot or something. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, a chipmunk did not come out and shot take a dump foot. on my shoe. Yeah, yeah, shot himself. But there was like this little rustling, and I looked at the tree, and they're orange and gorgeous. That usually happens in autumn, yeah. You know, and I looked around, looked at the, the fence and other trees swaying and it was just suddenly realized god damn it i have to rake leaves no i was to the, to the contrary instead of getting sucked the leaves are that, blowing over to my neighbor's yard yes oh. to the contrary oh, I'm sorry. of all of that i was just mindful and just was like god man it's just a beautiful night it was gorgeous to see the leaves changing the sunset coming down and for me to just walk outside and get away from the TV and the news and, and, and the devices and just take in the and air. And all of a sudden it was like, hey, JR, I'm here. Let's get started. But for that minute, for that just, nanosecond of time, it was just, dude, it was spectacular. I love that I sh- shit. I, I should have stayed at home. <laughs> <laughs> I'd still be out there. Where the hell? Look, look at, at the, the leaves. Look at the trees. Oh, look at the leaves. Is that a fungus nice. in that tree? Oh, these are nice. Is this ash borer? But I think people disease? need to put the phones down. There you go. You know, it's like the kids at the damn bus stop. Right. Sometimes you got to just, just got to smell the coffee. Yeah, exactly. Got to look at just. It was nice for me to actually walk outside, stand in the driveway, look at my neighborhood. Look at the trees and, and, and just check shit out, man. And just, just be thankful for what I have and, and take that time. And that, um, just being mindful. People are not mindful about what they have, about the great things. Mindfulness and gratitude are so critical for us to get through day to day for no matter what, what's going on, no matter how shitty your life is. There's always leaves blowing. Yeah. Just go out and... and Except when you're in the dead of winter, then there's snow. (laughs) (laughs) And that's beautiful, too. Well, yeah. Yeah, about 10 minutes of it. But yeah. Soak it in. Well, you got to. Oh, work's canceled. Damn. Damn, I got to stay at home. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's, So there. Play bass. We we promised a little bit of an unhappy note. And I think that we all could use a little bit of mindfulness... Just taking things in, enjoying that dinner, that whatever it is you enjoy. Take a moment, enjoy it. Life is good. It's a hell of the alternative. The alternative is not being here, and we need you here, people. So stay with us. We love you. Take care of one another. Get out there. So. On that note. On that happy note. Say goodnight, Vinny. Goodnight, Vinny.